Well, it's been six weeks and I thought I'd best get back to work. Welcome back. <laughs> I've enjoyed a very long summer holiday in the UK. A uh, bit of fresh air, the kids seeing uh, their grandparents. But now we're back to work and talking all things real estate. So uh, my managing director, Mark Walters, who's been doing some of the podcasts, will be extremely relieved that he's not doing any more podcasts. He's not. No, um, he did well. He's doing very well, but he's got a face for radio, hasn't he? <laughs> Um, so we're back. I'm back. Lewis will be back next week on Taking Care of Business, our podcast by Allsop and Allsop. And what we're talking about today is Dubai real estate is now become more than just looking to buy and rent a home. And it's actually become a more sustainable place to invest. There's been yeah. loads of news stories over the last you know, typically what is a quiet period in, in, in Dubai for the summer. There's been loads of good news stories which I wanted to share with you today. Discuss, debate, and really see you know, how that might impact the future for us. So I guess a couple of things really. We anecdotally talked um, off camera prior to this with our head of developer sales, who's Irish. And uh, he was ex- talking about what's happening in Ireland at the moment and you know, some of the difficulties that, that he's seeing. So I guess, Paul, do you want to share a little bit about about that and really what investors, are, uh, what's happening from an investment perspective if yeah. you are a landlord. So it, it, it sounds crazy, to be honest, but Sir Finton's um, lucky enough to own a, a property in Ireland uh, from when when they him and his family were living over there. It's rented out at the moment. The rent that Finton gets is a thousand euros below the market level, which is fair enough that the tenant's been in there for a little while. It's a good tenant. but. The issue for Finton is if his tenant left, he wouldn't be able to raise his rent to the market level. Because he's in a a, a, a zone, I think it's a rental pressure zone, Finton called it by, that the Irish government have set out, he will have to continue to rent to a new tenant, a thousand euros below the current market. Price. And that's also concurrent. So if he had three different tenants every single year, what Finton's explained to us that he would essentially have to rent, continue renting out at the rent that's been registered at the yeah, governing body, which is mind blowing, crazy. I, I can probably understand why Ireland at some point has done that to try and taper prices to allow people to be able to rent property. I understand that, but from a landlord's perspective, actually owning and renting a property, let's say in Ireland, and maybe maybe in the UK in terms of some some of the laws and legislations there. It's becoming less and less attractive. Well, Finton said, um, to share a statistic, five and a half thousand private landlords have left the market so far this year wow. in Ireland, which is huge. Very, very interesting. And I think, you know, we, we've, we've said very often over the summer and, and throughout the course of this year, we have seen tremendous amounts of European um, people come into the country and decided to invest. And not just, you know, from, from Ireland, but different parts of Europe. And, you know, as we as we go into the latter part of this year, where we've got the first ever World Cup in the Middle East, I think what you'll find is that so many people will pitch up here in Dubai for two, three, four weeks of that month, and probably realise actually it's a good place. It's similar to the to the Expo. So, in the the first half of this year, which may or may not be related to the Expo, but it's it's happened at the same time, is the um, is record for the amount of new company formations. There's a news report, uh, I think it came out overnight or this morning, that Dubai's beat London, Singapore, and other hubs around the world for uh, to top the list for foreign direct investment into the country. So that's, again, 
there's a lot of things going on in Dubai, but can the Expo effect be attributed to that a little bit, maybe? And probably, like you say, the, the similar thing for the World Cup. People are going to come to the city, enjoy the city, and hopefully want to stay in the city. I, um, I've probably been in Dubai for at least three, maybe four World Cups. And it's crazy how many, how much effort is going in from Dubai's perspective for fan zones. Yeah. You know, there's, there's ones in DIFC, I've seen a big one in Sport City, and there's ones plotted about everywhere. So clearly, the country, the city, Dubai, is expecting a lot of people to... To, to, to pitch up, yeah. The city's going to be rocking. Because don't forget as well, you've got the Formula One at the same time, the golf, the, the World Cup's the second most watched sporting spectacle in the world, I think, after the Olympics. So... Yeah, surely the Olympics be... is not watched more than football, the World Cup. Surely not. I think it is. I stand corrected. Really, but I think it is. That's yeah. from a football fan's perspective. Um, I guess coming into September, huge month. Um, yeah. Huge month because um, it is the launch or the uh, the release of golden visas yeah. for real estate investors. What impact do you think that will have on the? I guess Dubai really, not just property market, but what would it have on Dubai? Um, I think it'll have a, a very good impact on Dubai, a superb impact, because it makes people, and I've said this for a long time, it'll help Dubai feel like home to most people. Because if you invest in property here, you get the golden visa, you've got a visa for you and your family for 10 years. So that's, it does away, it further does away with the old like conception of, if you lose your job in Dubai, that's it you've got two weeks to find another one or you have to move home and like this uncertainty that of is Dubai home or not home if you know if you can invest here you get a 10-year visa Dubai's home for you and your family then and that that will shape a lot of other decisions that you make Dubai attracts a, a lot of like go-getters entrepreneurs and, and what have you so if people feel that Dubai's a home and they're here for 10 years they might start up a business here. They might employ more people here. So just think the wider impact for the economy is, is superb. So the golden visa is essentially allowing people to have a visa for 10 years. Currently, it's a two-year visa, which is renewable every single every single year. So if you are employed, or a, even if you're a business owner, typically and historically, people have reviewed their uh, situation every two years. Yeah. You know, am I going to stay in Dubai? I'm going to stay in employment with my current employer. And I actually think the thresholds for having a real estate golden visa, I think, are very, um, very lenient. They're very, uh, they're, they're very accessible. Yeah. So the entry level for for having a golden visa in Dubai, which allows you ten years ten year visa, is minimum of two million dirhams property, which in pounds sterling is approximately three hundred and eighty thousand pounds. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we've, we're seeing some big shifts in. The currency rates at the moment, but um, you know you can you can have a ten year visa, which I think realistically is that probably the average property price two million dirhams for well, us. Ours is high, yeah. Ours, ours traditionally sits around two and a half. I yeah. think even over the past twelve months we've been up at three million. Yeah, some months, but traditionally around two and a half is our, the average property sales price. Yeah. Okay. So I expect the visa offices to be very busy. I know anecdotally, you know, many of our members of staff have been asking me about when it's re- ready, when it's available, and you know, can we help them do it? Which, of course, we will. We've got lots of people that work in the business that own properties, and what I think it will, um, what I think it will also do is it'll actually people that are perhaps not thinking of thought about buying, it'll encourage them to go and buy because of this. It's another reason to do that. So, 
I think that's a great thing. September is going to be a busy month for us at the visa offices. Yeah, I, yeah. and I think again, coming back to foreign direct FDI, foreign direct investment, I think it will encourage a lot of overseas investment as well, especially with. And I know we mention it all the time. The, the regulatory changes changes over the last couple of years. It's a lot easier to set up a business. There's a lot of wealth from around the world. We know the, the number one spot for millionaire migration at the moment. There's a lot of wealth from around the world that's looking at Dubai as an attractive place to be. And with the company setups, with uh, with the golden visas, it's only going to attract more more people over. And they've adjusted their law very recently with regards to um, funds. So um, you know, basically making it more accessible and more easy for real estate funds, not necessarily retail investors, but funds to be able to uh, conduct business in Dubai, which again, from a from a big level perspective, whether it's you know, buying buildings, renting them out, office spaces, um, again, you're going to see that in the market, which is going to be you know, very attractive um, to do business here. So really, really, really exciting. Um, I have spoke months gone by about cryptocurrency, and I think it's been well documented that Dubai has been uh, you know, with open arms, really about yeah. welcoming, you know, regulating crypto or at least crypto uh, exchanges to conduct business here. And uh, an article from Arabian Business uh, quite recently, um, last month, basically stated that um, crypto-rich investors are turning to real estate investments. So I've seen, obviously, we've seen some some volatility, some significant volatility in crypto prices in the last three months, and. You know, I think we've seen a lot of people leave yep. um, the, the crypto markets, even, even some people that I'm aware of where they've lost faith, shall I say, in, in crypto um, and have, have used whatever they've had and turned it into real estate. So real estate's like the safe haven. I think the thing is for, for, for me is real estate, it's something tangible. It's something reoccurring. Um, it's what you know. Um, and the thing is with, with real estate is everyone needs a home. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of our guys in our offices that have attempted to become the next crypto millionaires and billionaires have you know, kind of realized that sometimes slow and steady wins the race sometimes. Well, what you just said about everyone needs a home as well. One of the guys in the office was telling me before how his brother's quite active in Web3 and they're actually moving to Dubai and they're, they're doing something with one of the, the major um, shampoo companies, as, as crazy as it sounds. Oh which is where um, you can go into, into the metaverse or Web3 and your avatar can be in there and you can try hairstyles <laughs> before, before you go to the salon. <laughs> no. I, I must be honest with you. I mean, obviously, there clearly is a place of Web3 and, and the metaverse, but I, I, I am so unconvinced right now where that this is the future of our life. I really am. Well, but, but what he said was, because um, then we're talking about the world and that's 5, 10, 15 years, it could be crazy. Yeah. He was going, oh, but where do you think it leaves real estate? So I said the same point. I said, people still need people, still need a place to live. It's not like you're going to live in the metaverse. And- I think for anyone to think that real estate is just purely transactional and, and there's no emotion involved, certainly from a home buying perspective and not involving a human being, my opinion, it might be... My, my people not everyone agree is incredibly naive I feel like along the journey people need um, they need to feel like they're doing the right thing but they need very clear advice that sometimes they might may not be able to find online um, you know you look at Purple Bricks in the UK and there's other companies where they've they've, they've tried to attempt the entire process to be online or via an app 
And yes, there has been some willingness, but their share of market is what, four, three, four percent, which is good, but has it completely changed the whole uh, behavior of people conducting business in property? No. There are definitely ways where, whether it's Web3, whether it's, I don't like using the metaverse because I'm not even sure of that myself, uh, but there are definitely ways where the transaction can be aided more by technology 100%. and improve the speed and efficiency of things and ultimately help us. But I do believe we we aren't going anywhere. I think people will always need you know, a reliable, a trustworthy and an experienced uh, expert to kind of guide them along the, the whole process. Um, but just coming back to the crypto, I mean, obviously people are looking for more stable investments. We're going through what people deem as a crypto winter right now. Um, they talk about, you know, the Ethereum merge happening in September, so 15th, 16th of September this month, where that's you know supposed to be the holy grail of you know allowing Ethereum to be more sustainable moving forward, and and, and that will be exciting to see what impact that has there. But for me at the minute, I think we're in a bit of a strange space with crypto. I think you know there are there are a lot of people have been burnt, a lot of people that are thinking you know maybe you know stocks and property is way to go yeah no i agree the only other thing i'd add though is again coming back to foreign foreign investment i think well i think we all think no matter what's happening short term in crypto it is here to stay in one form or another for sure dubai is at the forefront of trying to be a a a place where people can come and where crypto is encouraged and the digital world's encouraged and ultimately some of the world's richest and cleverest minds and venture capitalist funds I've really, really invested in crypto and things like Web3. However, so, Warren Buffett doesn't agree with that. <laughs> Listen to Warren Buffett, he's, he's like, why well, I buy crypto for? I can basically buy it today at 27,000, it'll be to zero the next day and I'm getting no reoccurring income or revenue from it. And obviously I understand why he may say, maybe be protecting you know, what he has elsewhere. But um, yeah, it's interesting. it's an interesting debate, you know. Uh, uh, for me at the moment, I, I, I like Dubai's bravery and I like Dubai, uh, Dubai's um, riskiness of being the first out there you know they you know they did say many years ago did they want to sign Silicon Valley and maybe you know having it's yeah being the, the center of crypto and exchanges and web3 maybe attracting so much talent here that may be the start of its own hub here so yeah I hope yeah whether what whatever crypto looks like now as you just said having those minds in Dubai Crypto Web3 might be completely different in 10 years' time, but if all those minds are in Dubai and developing the next stage, then it's only it's only a good thing. I think one thing's for sure is I think 2007, 2008, the iPhone came out. Could we imagine our lives today not having an iPhone? You know, could you imagine conducting business with a BlackBerry where you're scrolling and you're, you're BBPing and all that sort of stuff? And that's how crazy technology has changed in what, 12, 13, 14 yeah. years? It's mind blowing. So where will we be in another 13, 14 years? How easy will it will be to do things? You know, will it get wide uh, adoption? You know, where people, everyone understands from, you know, younger audiences to, you know, my mum and dad or whatever, which it probably needs that to have acceptance across the board. You know, otherwise it may take 
many, many years of the younger generation growing up with it and adopting it and then them being a little bit older, their kids knowing it as well. Yeah, and that's, I know it's, again, it sounds stupid, but that's how people are going to come into this world. It's not through all the amazing things. It's choosing which hairstyle you want before you go to the salon, look, seeing what a T-shirt looks like on your avatar. That's how people are going to get involved in this world. And then everything else will build up. I feel up so that. old talking like this. Yeah. So old, honestly. So my daughter's got an iPad. And some of the things she saves, she saves me sometimes, I'm thinking, I'm actually quite tech savvy, but this is like yeah. her growing up knowing this. It's just, it's just absolutely We'll be mad. granddad soon. Before we wrap up, um, we talked, <laughs> we'll be granddad soon, don't say that. <laughs> Before we wrap up, um, some of the notes I've got here is, we talked about Ireland and, you know, Dubai certainly being extremely tra- attractive to, to to have their money in country. Um, what typically at the moment are people c- can they expect in terms of gross and net rental returns on investment? Well, again, we we're talking to Finton about this. So Finton's got investments at the moment where we can net someone six to six and a half percent. But that's even after all uh, taking into account management fees. So we'll give people a full management service home maintenance will look after the property from top to bottom for the life cycle of the property and you take out six to, to six and a half percent net so you're probably looking at seven to ten percent gross gross yields on the back of that which is superb i think going back to the uk and ireland maybe what do you say three to five percent if lucky if that getting- and then obviously you've got to factor in any taxes and um you know even not cost of labor and stuff like that it's just yeah if, if you've got any any, any maintenance so you know, the return on investments here in Dubai are extremely healthy. And what we've seen with rental prices increasing last, you know, really 12, 14, 15 months is them, them returns are even more lucrative. Yeah. And I think Dubai's 2040 plan, which we've talked about before, is, is getting population to five and a half, six million. What, we're 18 years away from that, that being achieved. I actually believe it will happen before the, the 20 yeah. years. Um, and I, I feel like without providing any, any numbers and substance, Dubai actually feels a hell of a lot busier. You know, whether it's the malls, the schools, uh, the roads. And um, yeah, I just think what's, what's going on back home at the moment, you know, just speaking from a UK perspective, um, it is, you know, the cost of living is, is, is difficult. And I think you, know, you may find where people might be thinking, do you know what, it's going to be, a real tough few years, irrespective of what you do, you know, it doesn't have to be real estate. And maybe, you know, we'll try Dubai where I'm not saying it's inflation, uh, inflation proof, because we are seeing it here. I think we're at what 7.1% as, as an overall, but I don't know. I don't really feel you feel the we're feeling the pinch as much other than petrol prices. Yeah, and I think it's just there'll be an increased, as life gets harder, in, in all parts of the world, if life does get harder for people, there'd be more and more of an appetite for people to try something different. Yeah. It does sound today that we are pitching Dubai, but I can promise you, I'm only actually sharing what's going on in the news right now. And, you know, I, being in business, will be in business 14 years in two weeks' time, which is, you know, really crazy. You know, it just myself and Lewis started at that time and, you know, never in our wildest dreams did we think that, you know, we would start off and, you know, go through, you know, a, a pandemic, Brexit, uh, the global financial, financial crisis, crisis yeah. in 2008, and be now where we're just shy of 400 members of staff and multiple businesses. So, you know, what I've seen in 14 years is, is, is you know, is significant, but particularly the last two years, I've never seen so much positivity and goodwill from the government side of things with regards to 
their understanding of what's required moving forward and actually having a, a really, really clear plan. And you know, from our perspective, business owners, you can feel excited about the future because the government have a very clear path of getting to the five, six, seven million people living in Dubai, which ultimately means, you know, more money's being spent here. It means more sustainable and better for business. It's better for business and a better place to be in general. So I'm back. You've got me now for the next three, four months up, 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 running up until Christmas. I'm off now, I guess, till you're both on holiday again. You, yeah, you, you, uh, Paul's <laughs> on the subs bench. But um, honestly, thank you very much for listening to our Taking Care of Business podcast this week. As always, please, if you could like, if you can subscribe, if you can press the little uh, the bell button on YouTube so you can get a reminder about our our um, our podcast. And also, if you listen to any of the podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, please, 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 if you can make a review, if you can put some five stars, hopefully you give us a five-star review, a nice one, and you find us entertaining um, and informative. And that will really help us encourage us to do more and also encourage more people to listen and watch. Anything from your point of view when you leave? Do you want to tell us a joke? No, no. <laughs> you put me on the spot there. Now I haven't got any off the top of my head. Paul's not very funny. He is really. He's funny looking. <laughs> but thank you very much, guys. Uh, we will see you next week. This is Taking Care of Business. My name is Carl and this is Paul Kelly. Thank you. Over and out. <laughs>